Good morning, safety leaders, and welcome to this episode of the Safety Wisdom Tidbits, brought to you by the Reliance Steel and Aluminum Safety Team. This is episode number 13, and my name is Rick Lang, Safety Specialist for the Central Region. In this episode, we want to again review the top 10 OSHA violations. This time, we want to explore why these violations continue to happen. Every year, hundreds of preventable incidences occur, causing needless injuries, illnesses, and in some cases, death. This list continues to remain unchanged for a decade. Undeniably, the reality of it is that many of us, including our employees, are failing to adequately recognize and mitigate the greatest sources of our workplace risk. If we can discover why these violations are happening, then maybe we can find out the urgency to eliminate these workplace injuries. Let's get right to it. Number 10, personal protective equipment, especially eye and face protection. Simply put, these violations occur because the eyes and face are often underprotected and overexposed. Workers and employers frequently underestimate the risk of the eye and face injuries. Employees may neglect to wear eye and face protection or even remove their PPE before it is safe to do so. They're uncomfortable. They don't fit right. It looks unattractive. It fogs up too often. They're too hot to wear. They are inaccessible or even the training may be inadequate. These are the leading excuses of why injuries occur and citations are given. Number nine, machine guarding. The exposure to or the inadequate of the guarding. There are three reasons why these violations exist. First of all, it is because not all equipment has required controls in place. Many still believe that if the manufacturer didn't provide a guard, it must not be necessary. Did you know that it is your responsibility to identify any hazard and provide the means of protection from that hazard? Secondly is human error. Workers rush, becoming careless and even complacent, overlooking the simplest of safety precautions. And third, inadequate training, assuming that our employees understand. Number eight, fall protection, inadequate training. Fall protection is so big that it occupies two spots on this top 10 list. These violations account for 25% of all violations and 36% of all fatal injuries. The leading cause of fall protection citations is inadequate training. Is your training addressing every hazard within your workplace area? Have you taken the time to consider the following? Wet or uneven surfaces, inadequate lighting, proper ladder use, crowded or congested workspaces, dangerous weather conditions. Number seven, powered industrial trucks, 
forklifts, side loaders, power lifters. Funny thing, the very thing that makes these powered industrial trucks useful also makes them dangerous. Loads can fall or forklifts can tip, crushing people and injuring drivers and workers. Posting and relentlessly talking about forklift safety is essential. Discussing the maximum weight of the load, proper load balance, raising and lowering of the load, proper speeds, and awareness of pedestrians are key to preventing these injuries. Number six, ladders, step ladders, portable ladders, fixed ladders. Most ladder-related injuries and deaths are falls from wet rungs, standing on the top rung, loss of balance, damaged or broken ladders, poorly supported portable ladders, and unintended purposes. These are often unintentional, but workers choose to ignore the basic safety precautions when it comes to ladder use. Proper ladder training and regular inspections are key to eliminating ladder injuries. Number five, respirator protection. Not all air is safe to breathe. Common airborne contaminants include silica dust, smoke, gases, mist, vapors, and aerosols. Many violations happen when we fail to establish respirator protection program, which includes proper respirators, required test fitting, medical evaluations, and training. These are the leading causes of violations. Number four, lockout tagout. Violations for lockout tagout are frequently caused by three main topics. Number one, poor documentation. That written detailed procedure that must be on every machine that's in use. Secondly is inadequate training. Any employee who works around dangerous equipment needs to undergo some level of lockout tagout training. And third, failure to perform regular audits. I mean, a demonstration of the proper lockout tagout procedures is necessary. Number three, scaffolding. 70% of all scaffolding accidents, including aerial lifts, occur because equipment has become defective, damaged, poorly maintained, slippery surfaces, including guardrails, falling objects, and inadequate training. Number two, hazard communication. Many organizations fail in labeling their chemical containers properly, leaving certain substances off the inventory list, neglect to obtain the proper SDS from the manufacturer, or even not maintaining a hazardous com communication plan, leaving the necessary information out of that plan. You can also expect trouble from OSHA when not all your workers are trained or even the training course is outdated. And number one, fall protection, general requirements. 
Many dangerous and life-threatening falls occur because of lack of general requirements. To protect our employees from falls, we must do such things as eliminate the known dangers, keep floors as clean and dry as possible, cover any and all floor holes, provide guardrails and tow boards around open-sided platforms, provide means of fall protection when required, provide the proper PPE and training workers for all fall hazards. It's worth repeating, every year hundreds of preventable incidences occur causing needless injuries, illnesses, and in some cases, death. Don't let your employees or your facility become a statistic. Learn how to avoid the top 10 most frequently cited OSHA standards. Know what is at stake. What price are you willing to pay if these hazards are not addressed? As always, I encourage you to use the smart safety practices in your workplace. Stop, stop your coworker from completing an unsafe act. Mention, mention to the coworker why you stopped him or her. Act, act on the engagement of finding another solution. Review, review the unsafe act again with the actions that were taken. And train, train others in the resolution that was discovered. My hope is that you've gained a safety skill today. If you know of anyone who could benefit from this episode, please pass it on. Safety is everyone's business.